Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sunny Fighter Show. The Sunny Fighter. My name is Sunny. I'm your host, and this is a one-man show. So, to by the way, if you're new to the show, what the show is all about, you know, you you see a lot of shows online about MMA, about fighting, and a lot of them are analyzing. Analyzing what happened in a fight, um, analyzing what the UFC should do, how things should play out. Um, this show is a little different. What I love doing is analyzing the fighter's psychology. And that's the psychology pre-fight of what kind of things they're doing, what kind of things they're showing, how they're prepping... A lot. We talk a lot about mindset, and we'll talk about also. You know, we'll talk about things that happen in a fight, and also we'll talk about how things happen after a fight, post-fight, how people handle themselves after a win or a loss or a draw. So today we're going to be talking about Daniel Cormier retiring, the whole heavyweight picture, a little bit about John Jones, Stipe Miocic. How does that sound? Yeah, so I just saw this um, DC and DC and Helwani show. It, it came back. DC took a couple of weeks off after the fight, after losing to Stephen Miocic for the for their third fight. Man, first of all, that was a fucking rough fight. I kind of I was really counting on DC because you know. You know, when you're watching these fights, you're watching the build-up, you start to get a little, as a fan, you start to get a little emotionally attached to to one of the fighters. And to be very honest, I was very attached to DC, and I really wanted him to win. And I like Stipe. I love Stipe. I love what he stands for. You know, DC talks better, so DC can be a little bit more entertaining pre-fight. Um... But I was really kind of wanting DC to win. I wanted to ride, ride out on his horse with a heavyweight gold belt, but didn't happen. Anyways, what was amazing to see today, to, this seems like the first real time DC broke silence and re, you know really talked about the loss, how he's handling it, how he's moving forward. Now, I've seen... A lot of people handle losses, right, in MMA, whether it's the day after or the week after or just like a few minutes after a loss. You saw Dominic uh, Cruz after Cody Garbrandt fight, which he handled fairly well. He, you know, he didn't exactly accept defeat still, but he still handled it very well. He manned up and accepted it. Um... Although, ironically ironically enough, Dominic Cruz did not handle it too well after he lost to Henry Cejudo. He just kept blaming it on the referee, which isn't a stand-up thing to do necessarily. Um, in my opinion, he did get robbed in that fight, though. Okay, anyway, I digress. Um, and you see your boy Sean O'Malley, how he's <laughs> been handling his stuff. Which is uh, interesting, to say the least. We'll, we'll have to do another, another, uh, another podcast on that one. On how on just Sean O'Malley, but anyway, I digress. Seeing how DC handled 
man, DC is a true, he's a true champ. He's, he's a fucking champ for life, man. So good. He, um, yeah, the way he just handled it, the way he owned up to it. And, you know, he's still a competitor. He was disappointed in himself. But the way he handled it, oh, my God, so mature. And just saying, you know, the, what he was talking about with Helwani about how he went into, you know, after we went back home, he still remembered that he has a wife that's pregnant with the next child. He's got healthy kids. His family's healthy. He has a lot of money. Um, yeah, man, he didn't let the ego get the best of him. He looked at all the bright sides and, wow, the guy looks vib- more vibrant than ever. And I'm sure it's he's fucking dying inside, but what an incredibly mature thing to do. It's so interesting, you know, as I analyze psychology of just whether it's fighters or just people in general. I feel like many times seeing people in defeat and being broken down, their, their real inner child comes out. <laughs> and, then, and then you look at that like, oh, okay, this person doesn't have their inner child tamed. Listen, I see it in business all the fucking time, right? Um, and especially because fighting is just a fucking crazy game. You see see that in in the fight game a lot too. But yeah, wow. The way he just handled it, how mature he is. How he's in a very mature way just walking away from the game. Just fucking amazing, man. Props up to DC. DC, you the fucking man, dude. You the man. Um, Alright, so the second thing I want to talk about is your boy, John Jones. Johnny Bones Jones. And the whole situation that occurred after DC fought and lost against Stipe in the third fight, heavyweight title, John Jones went on the Twitter a couple hours after and uh, said... Hey, what's up, guys? I'm retiring. Or, no, sorry, he didn't say I'm retiring. He said, I'm vacating the light heavyweight belt. And everybody's like, oh, fuck. He's vacating the heavyweight belt. What is it? Is he scared of Dominic Reyes? Is he, does he, is he trying to steal a shine from Daniel Cormier? Is he moving up to heavyweight? You know what I saw? What I saw... If I'm John Jones, I'm probably thinking a couple things. One, and by the way, Brendan Schwab called this out in, in, in one of his shows, so these thoughts aren't completely original, but I'm fully in agreement with, with his analysis of the situation. But John Jones has fought fucking everybody. Go look at some of his records. He's fought... Fucking Rashad Evans, um, the other guy, what the fuck's his name? Uh, yeah, he's slipping his mind. Uh, 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 Rampage Jackson, he's fought Machida. Man, John Jones has fought everybody. He's fought Daniel Cormier twice, Gustafson twice. Like, he's fought these big, big fucking names. Um, and multiple times, some of them. 
So if he fights some dude from from the desert, Dominic Reyes, even though sure he's an amazing fighter, but not really a big name, you know. He's not. He's not a fucking. He's not a Chuck Liddell. He's not a legend yet. Nothing against Dominic Reyes, but. You know, he yes, he edged out a victory against Dominic Reyes. You could say the the fight between John Jones and Dominic Reyes could have gone to Dominic Reyes, but nonetheless, John Jones did win by the judges' scorecards. And now everybody's like, "Yo, you're ducking Dominic Reyes, and likely if a fight happened, you would probably lose." And I agree with that. I think John Jones would lose. But you know why he would lose? I personally think John Jones is a better fighter and he could beat fucking your boy Dominic Reyes. I just don't think fighting Dominic Reyes is motivating enough. Who like who is Dominic Reyes? This guy just showed up on the map a couple of you know, a couple of years ago. Really a year ago. Him fighting John Jones put him on the map. His name is getting big from fighting John Jones. So I think the big reason so I so I think that was the first reason why John Jones just gave up the belt. He's like, dude, I'm not motivated to fight any of these dudes. This light heavyweight division is just a little stale for Johnny Bones. He's got to shake things up a bit. I get that. We get stale in our jobs and we got to change shit up. Maybe change departments. Go to a different company. Change a role. Maybe stop doing shit. Do a side business. <laughs> Whatever it is. And so I get it, man. And and fighting is no fucking joke. Um. So I I think that was the that was the I think the main reason he gave it up. The second reason, honestly, is that I believe, I think he's been, yeah. I, I think if I'm John Jones, I realize like yes, I think heavyweight. There's some interesting matchups there. I got Francis, got Stipe, maybe your boy Brock Lesnar. Um, he's got a bunch of interesting stuff there and him bulking up to heavyweight is a whole new, it's almost like a new sport, you know? So I see that. I think that's interesting. But if you think about it, if I'm John Jones and I'm thinking, huh, I could just go challenge for a heavyweight championship and become a double champ and get the two belts wrapped up around me. Who does that remind you of? Who did that before? You know who did it? John Jones' arch nemesis, Daniel Cormier, did it. And all John Jones wants to do is 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 kick him when he's down and and not follow him because John Jones is the leader. So why the fuck would John Jones copycat what Daniel Cormier has done in achievements? Right? What's more fresh and different is let me not be a double champ because that was a Daniel Cormier thing. Double champ at lightweight, double champ at heavyweight. Why don't I just move up to heavyweight and not do the whole double champ thing? I think there's a, there's a little subtle detail there, which I think in this game of chess of, you know, your whole career as a fighter and worrying about your legacy you, I'm sure John Jones thinks about those kind of things so 
Yeah, man, I think that's that's uh, what I believe is is the big reason why John Jones gave it up. He gave that up to not reproduce what Daniel Cormier has done. And also now the triple thing, triple threat. He puts a little tweet out there on the night Daniel Cormier lost, and then it's it's interesting because, you know, he could fight Stipe now. It just creates more buzz. And yeah, you can say he's kicking Daniel Cormier while he's down, more fuel on the fire, fine. Um, but uh, by the way, also Daniel Cormier handled that really well. Daniel Cormier handled, you know, people, Ariel saying like, hey, how, Daniel, how do you feel about John Jones kind of kicking you while you're down? John Daniel's like, I don't give a fuck, whatever, man. My biggest rival is Steve Miocic and fucking mature of Daniel. But that is what I think is in the mind of our boy Johnny Bones. He's a smart guy. He's gotten stale, though, I think. You can see that in his last few fights. He's got too much on the line. Yeah, I just think he's just not motivated enough. Which makes sense. So. Yeah, that's all I got. Enjoy the fights. Enjoy the game. Thank you for listening to this pod. Is that it? What was he going to say? Oh, maybe last thing, what I'll say, talk about our boy Stipe Miocic. Um, again, if I'm Stipe Miocic and DC and Helwani were talking about this, If I'm Stipe Miocic, I'm looking for the big paydays, you know. I'm not looking. I feel like him being a firefighter, he's already proven time and time again that he is the baddest man of the planet. Like every, every, I feel like every other heavyweight championship is, who's the baddest man on the planet? Stipe has Stipe won that title every fucking time. Um, so... I feel like for Stipe, you know, listen, it's always about legacy for these for these guys and girls at the championship level. But I also I think for Stipe, it's about the legacy, but it's also about money. You know, I, Stipe hasn't had as many money fights as some of these other guys have had. I think Stipe has, for him, you know, he's a firefighter. Yeah, sure, he's got a nice house. I mean, overall, he's okay for money. But I feel like a real big money fight would would do him some good. And I think he is probably motivated by that. And to be honest, like, getting out of the cage and doing boxing, yes, it will make you more money. Hopefully, like, let's say if Stipe fights a Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, any of these guys, it would get him more money for sure. But honestly, that still is big for legacy. Like, look at Conor McGregor. One of the big things is, dude, this guy boxed the best boxer of all time. And made a shit ton of money, but, like, that's huge for legacy. What other MMA star can say that they've done that? So I think it's legacy and money. And I I, I think if I look at the combination of both... Him fighting Francis is more of a out of principle, Francis Ngannou. It's more of a principle. 
Is he really in this for the principles anymore? This is a business, people. And this is his career we're talking about. Steep is what, mid-30s, 36 or 37? He's nearing the end of the road as well. Maybe he's mid-30s, yeah, early 30s, but still. He's not a young lion, definitely not. So Stipe is, he's looking for money, he's looking for legacy. Principle comes third, man. I gotta be, I gotta be straight with you. That's my opinion. Yeah, guarantee you, Stipe is not fighting Francis. No way. I don't think that happens. I think Stipe either boxes, or if I'm Stipe, I'm I'm looking for John Jones. John Jones is money, hundred percent, right? Um, but John Jones is also a legacy. John Jones is the greatest of all time. He's the goat, baddest man of the planet versus the goat. Oh, that's good. That's a solid promo. Now we're getting into a little bit of the UFC psychology. That is an amazing fight. Another amazing fight is your boy Stipe versus. Um, I don't really know who else he would fight. That would. I mean, Brock Lesnar would be interesting if Brock comes back, fights Stipe. That's also legacy and it's a little bit of legacy, I guess. You know, Brock was a UFC champ and Brock is a big name. That will bump up his legacy slash popularity for sure. Yeah, fighting Francis twice, I don't think it does anything to his legacy. Come on, guys. Who else is he going to fight? Derek Lewis? DCB Derek Lewis. Who else is he going to fight? Curtis Blades? Eh. Curtis Blades with his 300,000 followers. Like, that doesn't do much, man. Doesn't do much for legacy, selling pay-per-views, for money. Yeah. It's got to be either boxing or John Jones. I just don't see another way out. All right. Well, thanks for listening. That's the whole heavyweight picture from my perspective. You know what would be sick, though? If your boy Stipe... If it was like a weird fight, Brendan Schwab announces he's coming back. You know, he's got all this popularity. That could be interesting. Actually, or what could be interesting is if, um, what's his face? <sighs> Gypsy King. If Gypsy King announces, hey, I'm gonna go to MMA, which I would be seriously surprised to see that happen, which likely won't happen although it could happen because Stipe doesn't really wrestle too much he really resorts to the boxing so or he doesn't even kick that much so that could work too and listen for the record if Stipe versus Francis happened I would 100% watch that but if I'm Stipe that fight just does not make sense to me why would I do that? Out of principle, against one of the hardest, heaviest hitters, the most ripped and biggest guy at the same time? No thank you. All right. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed fucking recording this. All right. Take it easy.